Hey, you're listening to Where You've Been, a show all about reconnecting with old friends and giving you the chance to meet some incredible people. I'm Andrew Loy. Thanks for joining me. I'd like to welcome uh, Mark Karkai, who is known as, for, to me at least, as my uncle. And so I'd like to... Uh, <laughs> To welcome you, Mark. Thanks for for joining me on the podcast today. Oh, you're welcome. This is that's one of my great uh, monikers. Is I am the uncle of Andrew Lloyd <laughs> in my life. I mean, that is such a an honor and a humble privilege. So, well, I I agree. I guess I, I, I do. Yeah, I yeah. Do. Well, hey, I I uh, I'm so so glad to have you on here today. I, I uh, as I was putting together the guests that I want to have on. Um, yeah. Uh, it, your name came to mind, and I was like, "Oh man, that's gonna be so thanks. fun! It's just gonna be a thanks. lot of fun." Thank so, you. so thanks for for doing this. It's been a while since we've we've talked, and too long, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's been too long, uh, but I guess that sets the stage for for what we're doing today. So that's yeah. that's yeah. a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, well, th- th- this is a virgin mission for me. <laughs> I have never done a podcast. Oh no, before. the first ever. This is my first podcast ever. This is something that I'm looking forward to doing in the future. And uh, I, I just, I, it's, it, the whole format is fascinating to me and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I really am. You know, it's yeah, a lot of fun. It, it's just a yeah, normal conversation, yeah. right? It's just a normal conversation. It. So I'm all about that. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. hey, before we get started, we yeah. we start off with as if we were meeting in person and hanging out yes. and having something to yeah. drink. So yeah. I always yeah. give my guest of honor the uh, the choice of what we're having. So what are we what do you got today? Well, it, I, I, it's in a very co- it's in a beautiful commemorative mug that my son's got me one time that we went to uh, Disney World and <laughs> they surprised me. But it was a Disneyland mug. If you can <laughs> see that on your camera. Yeah. So but it was but. You know, I'm drinking Lavazza coffee this morning, but it's in a Starbucks mug. Okay. Okay. And so, at any rate, with that said, I, you know, I was trying to. I used to. There's a, uh, audio a podcast, I should say, a, a video show that I used to like watching. I like the edited versions of it because I didn't feel guilty as a, being a minister and everything when I watched it. It's called Comedians in Cars Drinking Coffee. And Jerry I Seinfeld, it. right? I loved it. Oh, I loved so great. It. I loved it. It was loved it. And I, I love certain episodes that I, especially the one with Don Rickles. I just enjoyed Don that Rickles, one. Don Rickles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Don Rickles guy. So. Yeah. But at any rate, um, I, I always saw La Baza coffee. I go, man, if I ever have a chance to drink La Baza coffee, I want to see what that's like. And I was in a town, speaking of Seinfeld, not in, in, in Noonan, Georgia. Hello, Noonan. Uh, and then, uh, you know. <laughs> And I was at a, an Italian restaurant and I saw that they had Lavazza coffee and I had it and it was great. And then about a few months later, I was in my local Publix and they all of a sudden had this new coffee on the shelves and it was Lavazza coffee. And I've that's been my go to coffee when I'm not at a Starbucks uh, locally or whatever yeah. like that at home and everything. It was my pandemic coffee mainly. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, so it, it's been good and it's and it's stick it's stick. You know, it's it's good. It's it's good. It's bold. It's well, that's strong. the thing. Like I have heard, I and I, that's where I heard of Lavazza Coffee as well through that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I never, you know, it, I don't really drink coffee, so it didn't even mm-hmm. cross my mind. 
And then I found out last week that our local movie theater has La Vazakasi in it, which is, is new, brand new. You got to love that theater, you know? Yeah. Well, the reality yeah. is it's not open this morning. So I had to settle for a, <laughs> I had to settle for a Massachusetts, uh, go to, which is Duncan, which is, I'm oh, sure, no. which is like trash oh. coffee. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah so so uh, you know you can feel I my pain yeah there's two tribes you know like in israel you know you have the separate <laughs> you know there's two tribes i find in this world there's the duncan tribe and then the starbucks tribe and and uh sully from massachusetts always says what do you ever eat that starbucks for you know i mean like you know i i understand that and but for me you know I'm a, I'm a Starbuckian, you know. Well, this is not from Starbucks. choice. This is literally because yeah. I have two within walking distance of my house. So no lie. If you go out my driveway are... and go left or you go right, there's one a quarter mile down the road. That is so Massachusetts. Yes, yes. You know, I, I heard a comedian talk one time. He was talking about he was doing a, a show in uh, Houston, Texas. And I think it was George Wallace who was the comedian. He said that he, that he said, I, I came to the end of the universe when I was – when there was a Starbucks on one side of the road and there was another one right across the side of the road. He goes, goes and you know, what's up with that? Right. You know, right. Jerry, right. Jerry Fine. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, no, yeah. that's just the way it is, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. so my apologies for not having the high, the highest quality of, of brew here. Uh, I know this is dish rag coffee, but I will, you know, for what it is, it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the sip here just to get it started. I okay. just brushed my teeth, so it's gonna be nice and minty and hot. And <laughs> I haven't yet. I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. I need to do that. Don't tell my wife. Don't tell my wife. I, don't. I, I said I never drink coffee un- until I started doing these podcasts because that's what people want to drink, and so yeah. I actually don't. I don't mind it, but um, but yeah, it's a the drinking it black is a whole new experience, which I actually don't yeah. mind as much as I thought I would. Hey, ju- during every Sunday, it, the you know uh, Starbucks or whoever gets credit, they say you know my wife always asks me, said, "Have you had your coffee yet?" I said, "No, <laughs> you need to go get some coffee." And I always say, "It's it's the Holy Spirit." And the Starbucks inspires me when I'm in worship. And, <laughs> and I, and, but starting with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I was going to get start there. Let, yeah. Props, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then Starbucks. Yeah. Nice, so, nice. Like yeah. <laughs> well, hey, so Mark, let's dive in. Like we got our, okay. we got our drinks. We're good to go. Yes, sir. We're uh, ready to roll here. So, hey, listen, mm-hmm. I, I usually like to start off uh, kind of a memory lane type approach to kind of reconnecting with people. I wanted to kind of just go back and in, in thinking about this over past little bit uh i had so many memories come flashing back to me uh and i'm sure that there's there's some that just as as age comes in that we kind of of fade off but uh, i wanted to kind of just share a couple with you and kind of throw them out there some i'm sure uh, some of the i I feel pretty confident that you're going to be like i don't remember that but because that's (laughs) that's that's just memory right well that comes well see that comes with my age also see that's the one thing i'm getting to the i'm I'm, I'm, you know you know well, here I am. I'm going to poke and prod your brain a little bit to okay. kind of put in some memories that you probably didn't need okay. <laughs> or okay. want. Uh, okay. but, uh, all right. All right. No, so I have this memory and uh, of being very young at uh, Grandma's house, your mom. Uh, yes. And and so being at her Saint. house. Saint. Yes, Saint no doubt. Jesse's. Absolutely. Absolutely. Should have, should have been the name St. Jesse. She, number one, she put up with us, but uh, but the other thing, but yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We know, we know. Yeah. 
But being at her house, which we were yeah. quite often, especially before mm-hmm. my family moved to Massachusetts, you know, I think on, right. a, on a Sunday basis we were there. But there would be occasions yeah. where you'd come and visit because you you weren't living there. I think most of the time that I can remember, if any of my life, mm-hmm. you were not living in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. You had already yeah. been in college and moved off. And Yeah, um, the, the ironic thing about that, I'm the last of six children and I was the first one to move away. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have this memory of Uncle Mark being at grandma's and and I remember you and I can't remember who we were. I was with, but I probably Brandon, my younger brother, uh, mm-hmm. but wrapped us up in a sheet mm-hmm. And then slowly took us, dragged us down the stairs oh, into the basement. So I just yeah. have this me- this memory yeah. of being wrapped up in a sheet, being yeah. tossed around, being dragged yeah. down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, did I do that? Yeah. Uh, that's oh, okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's such an uncle. That's such an uncle it thing is. to do. It yes, is. It is. Yeah, so we're yeah. starting okay. off with this. These antics okay. of Uncle Mark, where okay. I don't, I don't remember the occasion or what was. I just remember, which is a very, it's a, it stands out. Yeah, as your uncle's in town, he wraps you up in a sheet with your brother, maybe a cousin <laughs> or two, and just drags you down the stairs, not yeah. in a violent fashion, but no, in a slow, no. but uh, fun. No. It was fun. So yes, we always uh, had, we've always had fun. Hey, I'll throw out a quick memory of right, yeah. right there of you guys. Okay, okay, there, you know. This is at the origins of Star Wars. And, you know, there wasn't a Mandalorian for you kids out there that are younger and everything. There wasn't a Mandalorian. (laughs) You know, there was no Loki or whatever. Okay, so there was no Disney Plus, if you can imagine that. No. Okay. at any rate. So it was at the origin of Star Wars. And so it was going to be a Star Wars Christmas for all my nieces and nephews. And so it was exciting and it was a great and everybody's opening up these gifts. It was crazy and it's classic Christmas stuff. And so uh, uh, we had our big uh, Christmas lunch and all the tryptophan kicked in <laughs> and everybody's sleeping. And I'm about the only one awake in the house at the time. And, and you all were in the basement of grandma's house and you were playing and they have all those toys and you they were all in the corner, and instead, you guys went to the paper uh, things that were receptacle, if you will, that holds the oh, the, the tube, the, the tube, yes, the tube for the the wrapping paper. And you guys were Luke Skywalker, and, you're, <laughs> and all the toys that you guys got were in the corner, in the and corner. I, and, I, and I just sat there on the stairs, and I went, wow. You know, it doesn't take much. <laughs> no, no, it was great. It was yeah. your imaginations at work. I mean, yeah, I was proud. I was so proud of you as an uncle. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I, there was plenty more of hitting each other with things <laughs> later in life, too. So, uh, cool. literally and figuratively. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Words later as we matured. And, yeah. Um, no, you know, I, I remember. Uh, as, as, as we said, we alluded to earlier, how you had moved away. So mm-hmm. the time with uncle Mark was always this like, uh, mm-hmm. limited bursts, but always something mm-hmm. so excited, so excited. Thanks. Like when we knew Thank at Christmas you. time you were coming in, it was always yeah. a big deal. Uh, yeah. Mark would be coming in. And, uh, so that just that, that, that presence I think sticks mm-hmm. with me of, 
uh, it was like the episode of TV, and then with a special guest who comes in. And it's like, oh my gosh, the special guest, Uncle Mark, coming in. Did I come in like Kramer? Right, right, right. Hey, what's up? <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Oh, like, no. you, you, I, I do remember you always, uh, like, the, just an element of fun coming uh, yeah. with you when you were younger, or when we were, when I was younger, and, uh, and, and I think, you know, looking back, I'm not sure like what that was. I mean, I think it's just who you were and who you are. Mm-hmm. But you were also the youngest uncle, right? And so yes, I was at the time. And I still am. You and are, I still yes, am. always will be. And I... <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't married at the time, right? And right. and and so it was kind of like yes, you were. I always remember you being the uncle who was always up on knowledge about movies, about music, <laughs> yeah. about yeah. sports, and it just felt yeah. like. Uh, this was the the uncle who you could talk to about the cool movie you just saw, right? <laughs> well, that's very kind of you to say. You know, I, I always said that when I got married, I traded in my I, – I was a professional uncle. Yeah. Seriously, for the first – and even Martian was a professional aunt when we got married and yeah. everything. And, and we were just – you know, we just had the best time with you guys and – Wow. You know, it was just, it was it, that, that, wonderful memories. Yes, wonderful memories. absolutely. And, 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 you know, the, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of the game here, what you might be saying, but you know, the, just the greatest memories when you guys would fly in to see us in Tennessee and we would be together and it was just about us. Yeah, I so, know. I have that. Yeah. I have this next thing I was going to get to is I remember, uh, several trips. Um, mm-hmm. I have this, this, this early memory of coming down to see you. This is, but I think this is before you met Marsha earlier on, mm-hmm. um, just an early memory. Uh, and you would, you know, you being, and this was in McMinnville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. local celebrity yes. that you were, uh, <laughs> which it felt like, right. You go there and this is a different than anything I've ever experienced where you go and it's like, you're walking downtown, Mark, yeah. everybody knows Mark, right. Uh, Uh, I have this memory, I don't know, and maybe you can kind of shade this off or whatever, but was there a, was there a restaurant, like a country kitchen or or something? I mean, which I'm sure in every, every town in the South has a country kitchen, but that was, that was, that was the name of the place. It was called the country kitchen. Yeah. I remember that was the name. Yeah. I remember going there. Um, Mm I rem I remember one time, and I don't know what the circumstances were. I think this was a time in which I we came down to visit you for some reason. Mm-hmm. You were we were down. It was downtown McMinnville. I feel like it was in somebody's mm-hmm. apartment or house, and you were doing a fantasy football draft with a bunch of guys. It's uh, actually fantasy baseball. Baseball. Back. I'm sorry, fantasy yeah. baseball. No, no, yes. no, no yes. it was. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, I was. So, which is completely f- was foreign to me at the time. Of like, is this a game yeah. you're playing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is, this is like yeah. real. Yeah. So I have those memories, but or later on, I remember I did uh, that with my youth group a lot. Of okay, them. okay, yeah. I, you know, I w- I was one of those slash uh, ministers at one time. I literally my I had a title one time: the minister of education, music, <laughs> activities, and youth. At, it was a it was my title at one time. There was a day and age when that was true in ministry yeah. and everything like that. That that. What they do now is you still have these opportunities. I'll, I'll say opportunities. I yeah. won't say problem. These opportunities, <laughs> but the thing is, they just put minister of worship on it. And, but then, and then, and then and it's not. 
they don't have cards big enough for all that stuff. If you so, do that, so you're yeah, still yeah. just God's utility man. Like if we're if we're if, you know, <laughs> as, if we're talking baseball, like you you can cover any position at any time. You're you're the utility guy. You can you can get in there and and do whatever youth worship whatever. What what what? No, here's the deal. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not trying to get super serious all of a sudden, but you know, I wake up every morning and I got one goal in my mind. And it's simple. How can I be Jesus to the people I come in contact with? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all I care. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's not. Do I do I have this? You know, I, I'm not a. To my fault, I'm not the biggest structure guy in the world. You know, uh, and everything. But uh, I, I would love to be surrounded. I've had some people in the past that have helped me with that. But, uh, but it's you know, at the end of the day, I've always been in the people business. Yeah. And I hope I will be till the day I die. And I saw that modeled wonderfully with my parents, both of my parents. Yeah, so. yeah no, I, 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 I can affirm that 100% knowing just yes. that you are the a people guy. And yeah. and that's, that's I think that's what makes you stand out. So the, the, the important thing is when I talk to people, is this is not what I think of them, because that's just a, that, that's just a shallow thing. Yeah. But but in a larger sense, what does God think of them? Mm hmm. Yeah. What what does God think of Andrew? And he says, you're fearfully, wonderfully made. You're, you're you know, I, I, cre- I don't make junk. I, I created great people. You know, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go on. I go on about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, so, we, yes. you know, in wrapping up a little bit of some of the, the visitation memories of seeing you down south, I remember okay. one okay. that really stands out to me is, uh, I think it was in 1994, in 95 maybe we my, my whole family my mom dad my brothers we all came down to visit you and uh we have this i have this memory a lot of different memories from that but just memory of i don't even think it's there anymore down in nashville the uh, the wild horse saloon that was down there i do believe the wild horse saloon is still there oh is it I okay i do believe it's still on it's on it's on main street and I can almost hear where you're going to go with this well, already. Just, it, was, just, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, my, yeah it was my it yeah. was my <laughs> my my dad's first first time ever seeing my dad. I know anybody who doesn't know didn't know my dad. Uh, he was a Boston banker. Enough yes, said. yes, there yes. Here we go. He was a Boston banker, and so we were going to go yeah. line dancing just because this was like a strange. It was like the 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 resurgence of country music in the nineties. It was right, yeah. And, and Urban so, Cowboy, Mickey Gilly, all this stuff, <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh, you know all that all that junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. my dad yeah. uh, felt, hey, I need to have a pair of jeans. <laughs> And so we went to uh, some mall in Nashville, and I had this memory of my dad going to get a pair of jeans for the first time, yes. which li- literally transformed his life, right? Like, yes. You know, yeah, it's the power of jeans. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so I just have memories of <clears throat> going to the Wild Horse Saloon and my, we you did- know, my dad and all, line dancing. You know, yes, we did yeah. a line dancing class. Yeah, we did. I mean, it was essence. They were teaching us how to line dance and we did it. Yeah. And and I might might I might say this for a Boston banker. He did it very well. <laughs> he, he did it really. He did it really well. Yeah. But uh, I, I, you know, uh, you know, I've had so many distillations of people pour into my life that that have that have been. And your dad was a big part of that. Mm. You know, I became a an all district high school kicker because your dad encouraged me and, and saw me through uh, my own father who loved me like nobody's business. Uh, didn't teach me how to drive. It was your dad that taught me how to drive. 
I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I did. Yes. Yeah. And and yeah. And, and knowing yeah. how Pap was it, the type of driver he was, is probably best that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yes. It's probably yes. best that my dad did. Yes. 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 <laughs> hey, do you know one time that he got in an accident? My for those those listening in our his great his grandfather, my dad was a a candy cho- uh, coffee peanut salesman. Uh, for a great company, and it's still in existence, by the way, in Grove City, Tennis, uh, Grove City um, Pennsylvania, called uh, Daily Delight, Here's How Company. And so he literally got in an accident one time that a dynamite truck <laughs> rear-ended him, and he survived, and it was great. And in, in the news account of it, he was walking around with a bloody head going, what's going on here? I can't figure this out. He had like a concussion or something. And <laughs> And he survived it, but a dynamite truck. A dynamite truck. No one. A dynamite truck. No yes. one has that story. No one has yes. that story. He had he that. He owned that he story. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I do know that. In I, I, I do remember hearing the stories of my dad helping you or, or encouraging you with kicking uh, in high yeah. school and and yeah. then to driving as well. And Absolutely. so. Um, yeah, no, and that's 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 as a you know just him being gone. Those are awesome to hear, like little stories that those were all pre me or my brothers. You know, things that happened prior to all that. So it was, you know, I remember buying your dad uh, I, I, one of my own money, my own thing. I remember buying um, your your dad the first Christmas gift I ever bought your dad when I was just a wet nose sixteen year old or something like that, I, and. Uh, I went out and I and we would listen to Elton John music and mm. I got him I got him an out al- the album Elton John's greatest hits and I was so proud to give him that. yeah I was just so proud back then you know so and, so it, yeah. it was a, I'm assuming it was a vinyl at the time is that it is was it-, it was vinyl it was vinyl it was uh it, that your mom and him had a apartment in Allison Park uh, Pennsylvania at the time and uh, you know there. There, there, there's, there's so many memories. Uh, I saw my first R-rated movie with your dad. <laughs> it wasn't saw, Blazing saw, Saddles, was it? It was Blazing Saddles. <laughs> it was Blazing was Saddles. There? Wow. Yes. And, and then I saw my first movie with your mom and dad because we grew up in, in, for lack of a better term, in a culture that you really didn't go see movies a whole lot. You know, we, I, I mean, call it what it is. It was a little bit more legalistic when I was a kid and everything, which is whatever. It didn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, but I remember going to see The Sound of Music for the first time. And um, I, I was like, I was going like this in the movie theater thinking <laughs> my parents would come on in because I'm at a movie and I didn't get their permission or something you know, like that when I was a little kid. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, those are great movies. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one of the fun things seeing grandma later in life was, yeah. was her kind of accepting that certain things just happen. And that, I got a story for that. I got a story. For yeah. That, but go ahead. Well, we, no. Yeah. So I, my story is, is, um, is, and I think I remember being little and be like, Hey, we're all going to yeah. a movie tonight. Don't say anything to Don't grandma. Say grandma. Don't say anything to grandma. <laughs> right. And so there's like this covert yeah. operation to sneak out yeah. of the house. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but I remember later on towards, I would say, I don't know, this is after Pap had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was. Not, maybe not too, too long after that. But yeah. I remember uh, we had taken her. We were all going to see, at the time when the Star Wars prequels were coming out, Yes, uh, Attack of the Clones came out. Yes. And so yeah. we were, yeah. uh, she was up visiting or something. I can't remember where we were, but there was, um, it was showing at IMAX. 
Mm -hmm. And so we're like, Grandma, would you like to come? Oh, yeah. And, and at that time, she was just along for a ride. And I never forget yeah. sitting next to Grandma in an IMAX theater watching Attack of the Clones with rumble seats. No <laughs> doubt. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was, the movie was not that great, of course, but, but watching her. Did she have I, her depend? She, I hope she had depends on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, <laughs> but I do know with the rumble seats, when the bass kicks in, I remember her being yeah. like, woo, woo, you know, just like, yeah. cause the seats were kicking her in the back. Yeah. And so what an experience to watch an IMAX movie with her. I can tell you the first movie she ever went to. What, what was that? Um, she was visiting me. I for for those at home, when I was a worship pastor in um, Tennessee, there was a thing that I I, I used to do uh, during Christmas time. It's called a living Christmas tree. And oh, what yes. you did is you had your choir encased in this tree, and you did this light show and, and things like that. And it was a great way to be Jesus to people that way back then. Mm -hmm. And it was a cool thing, and we did it. And so she came down for it, and she was excited about it. And I pulled my mom aside, and it was one of my boys. I think it might have been my last Christmas tree I ever did. I said, Mom, I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> There's a movie that's been coming out for a long time. And I said, I'm, I promised my boys I was going to take it to them the opening night. And I said, if you want to go, you can go with us. And she said to me, honey, can I tell you something? Me not going to movies ain't going to send me to hell. And me going to movies ain't going to send me to hell. I won't go. I, you know, that me not going to movies didn't bring me salvation. That, that has nothing to do with it. I'm going with you. And we went and watched a Disney movie called, with Cuban Gooding Jr. called Cool Runnings. And oh, wow. she laughed the whole time more than anybody in the whole theater. Just throwing down that popcorn like there was no tomorrow, you know. And uh, yeah, it was it's a beautiful memory and it was yeah. with, uh, it was all for, uh, you know, all for all my family. So it was it's kind of fun memory. whenever you can kind of experience something I, you really enjoy yeah. with somebody you love, right? Absolutely. It's the yeah. best. And I did that with you, uh, growing up on beach uh -huh. trips and, and going to stone Harbor and, uh, those there, there's, there's, there, it's nothing, nothing, nothing but positive memories. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, I just, you know, wrap up with this. I know even later in life, as I was in college or out of college, I remember you and Marsha always having your house open to, to yes. me. So if I was driving through, yes, I had somebody, you know, like you're always open. And I just haven't just always felt at home and welcome there. Uh, so I just want to think, you know, thank you for that. And, uh, out of sight, never out of mind. We pray. I, I can honestly say for you, I pray for you guys almost daily. I mean, I love you guys. You're you're part of who I am and what I am. And and to say it, it's amazing, you know, uh, to know um, where each and every one of you are in your life. And it's an and it's it's it's, it's a testament, I think, first and foremost, from a person's standpoint, you know, from our from grandma and pap and yeah. uh, from my mom and dad, but also your parents. And it, the heritage that, uh, that continues to be passed on and uh, starting first and foremost with the love for the Lord. Mm. And, and it's and it's just it's it's crazy. Yeah. And um, but the thing about it is, is that I, I, I honestly believe I, I saw in them uh, a winsome testimony, even though we grew up in a quote unquote, a legalistic type background and everything like that. I didn't feel like it was in a legalistic household, per se, because I saw blatantly on display the love of Jesus with them, with other people. 
even though they didn't have a thing in common with them. In fact, I can, I could relate a bunch of stories, but I, I, you know, I remember what, after my dad passed away going with my, and this is kind of a mantra for me, uh, what I, I would see my mom is, uh, I went to a wedding with her and it was our, your cousin, my nephew, Donovan, Henry Carkey the ninth. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, for those listening in, uh, our our family name's Henry. It was carried over from Finland with 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 my grandfather, and and so there, there's a bunch of Henrys in our family. That's the family name. But his son got married, and and I got to escort since my my dad was passed away. I, I was I was there by myself at the time. I escorted uh, her in at the, the beginning time when they introduced all the people and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember there was a guy and I don't know his name, but I remember this with Donovan. I am not joking. This guy, everybody visualize this with me is that there was a guy that had long hair and it was black all on one side. It was white all on the other side. It was split pretty much in the middle and he had a black and white coat on. And ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, he looked like Corella DeVille. And I'm not joking <laughs> yeah, when I tell yeah, you this. Yeah. And he had piercings and everything like that, which is cool. I mean, you know, whatever, you know. But the thing about it is, is I saw my mom's eyes as she went into the room. And I watched them. And I knew what was going to happen right yeah. away. Yeah. And for lack of a better term, it's not to say that this person was. But usually she tries to pick out in a room the most disenfranchised person in the room. And she's going to be their friend by the end of the evening. Yeah. She will be their friend by the end of the evening. And sure enough, uh, her awkward dancing and rhythm and everything like that was on full display when she got up with, uh, when she got up, uh, I, you know, I danced with her and then she danced with this, with this, with this guy. And, um, uh, um, you know, by the end of the evening, I see her over there looking at him straight in the eyes. She's holding his hands and she's literally praying with the guy. Yeah. And, um, but that's my mom. That's that. I those, know. There, there are glimpses. I get there. There are quintessential stories. That's my one of her. And, you know, I remember her coming down, picking her up in the plane and she always kept her pretzels when she got off an airplane. She would give them, honey, I got these for you. And she'd give the pretzels to you or peanuts or whatever. Yeah. And, and I said, mama, how was your flight? And when she'd fly down to see me in Georgia when I moved down here and she said, oh, I was good. And I knew where she's going at already. She goes, it was, there was a Jewish gentleman that sat beside me and he really didn't want to talk to me that much when he found out I was, you know, I, when I start talking about the love of the Lord and what he could experience in his life and everything like that. And yeah. that was just atypical of my mom. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she, yeah. I mean, there, there could be a, a, a Jesse Karkai podcast in, in, and collecting, uh, collecting all the They're stories that, of how she's impacted so many people's lives. Um, and that's not a joke. I mean, literally like she, yeah. I think it would, it would be fun to collect the stories of family members of how, you know, she had impacted from earlier on to, yeah. you know, to even to the, her towards the end for her, you know, and yeah. Um, yeah. I remember at her funeral that uh, uh, great grandchildren and grandchildren talk about how they were led to the Lord by her. Mm. And um, they accepted Christ as a personal savior of grandma or great grandma and stuff. And, uh, you know, that I mean, I vaguely remembered. I, I was, it was I was very 
tough time. Was, yeah. yeah. I, it was very, I was very verklempt, if you will. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I was yeah. very emotional during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, just to spark your memory for that, which is a little fun mm-hmm. memory. Uh, mm-hmm. During the service for grandma, uh, they, somebody had announced, unbeknownst to anybody, that at least from my end, I know that, uh, and my, my brother, is uh, all the grandchildren now will come up and sing, Jesus loves me. And the panic in the room, looking around like, who, what, what, you know, and <laughs> I barely remember. I haven't thought about that forever. I, ha- I don't I haven't. I was so emotional at the time. Yeah. Think it because I was about to do the uh, the great rendition of Travis Cottrell's uh, In Christ Alone. Yes. My hope is found uh, at her funeral uh, because she said, honey, I love that song. Mm-hmm. When you want, we were singing it. And uh, I knew then, you know, one day I would sing that at her hopefully singing at her funeral, uh, that and how great thou art. And, uh, that she asked and, uh, no, I was so, yeah, but go ahead with that. No, no, no. I just, I just remember in a very somber, you know, time of, you know, remembering and loving her, there was this immediate, quite humorous and a little bit panicky moment where, especially the older grandchildren are like looking around, like, is this a joke? Or, and so (laughs) slowly. And that's when in one moment where Sarah looks at me is like, I'm not one of her grandchildren. I'm not going up. <laughs> you know. So. Give Sarah my love. Yes, yeah. I will. I will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Um. So no, just 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 wonderful wonderful memories. I'll end with this memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And I'm sure some will pop out as we continue on. But uh, okay. And this is just a general memory. <laughs> is that when Uncle Mark was in town, or whenever we're visiting, Uncle Mark was always, uh, the the inspiration for all night owls. Like, uh, <laughs> like if there was a sports center update at one in the morning, you're going to get it. Like, I just remember like, he's, he's always, he's, uh, on the couch, just kind of, that's his wind down for the day. Uh, even, even whenever you, before you were married, I remember just, you come yeah. to grandma's, you would be upstairs, yeah. you know? And I just remember like, uh, maybe he's rubbed off on me a bit like i i mean i i i love to stay up i shouldn't stay up as long as i as late as i do but uh but no i just have that that fun memory of just uh your your late nights with espn it's great that i'm glad i read an article not too long ago about on an anniversary of espn have and uh, i'll never forget it that people love the espn so much that they named their kids like espen (laughs) and uh and everything like that. I'm glad I, you know, I mean, I, I love sports. I grew up with the love of sports, but I also see oversee a sports program at our church called Upward. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, and uh, we just celebrated um, uh, what we've done it for many seasons. And there's a lot of beautiful stories that go with that. And there's some memorable stories. Um, I'm getting ready right now, presently for uh, uh, the start of a brand new flag football season in cheerleading where my life is the cheerleading coach and I'm, oh, nice. and I'm, and I'm the commissioner. I'm the, I'm the, uh, uh, the, uh, Roger Goodell, if you will, for <laughs> upper, <laughs> at my church. And, a name so, that we typically don't like to associate ourselves with at times, but, uh, Roger Goodell, but yeah. And I always make you being a Boston guy and everything like that. I always go, uh, I, you know, the, if a kid comes to me with a, a football, it's a little bit inflated. Says, hey, hey, say, coach, this needs to be inflated. I said, hey, man, if it's good enough for Tom Brady, it's good enough for you. Going out there with that football, you're fine. Go, I, listen, go, go. I can't say anything to that. I can't say anything to that. That's so fun. 
<laughs> that's really cool. That's nice that you 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 do that. And I'm assuming that's yeah. is that for your church, for your community? Is that it's for much it it the answer to that is yes and yes. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Where we're where my church is located, it's it's uh near the edge of our county where we are and everything. But the area that we live in is really cool. It, it's the demographics of it, number one, it, um, it, it, it's amazing because it's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's, let me just say this, it, it's, uh, it's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it's what heaven's going to look like, okay? Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, nationalities and, and, and backgrounds and everything. And there was a, a person recently that was looking down at a huddle and they said to me, I don't know all those kids in that team. They don't go my school to my son. I said, you're right. They don't. And they go, well, well, explain to me who's down there. I said, well, that kid is from Fayette County, where, where our church is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, that what kid in there is from Clayton County, a neighboring county beside us. And another one that's not too far from us. I said, that kid's from Henry County. And that kid is from Coweta County. And I said, that other kid's from the Atlanta area. And he's from Fulton County, but he's just decided he wants to still play here. And that, and that, and it, no exaggeration. They're all in the huddle. And you know what? It doesn't matter what their background wants. They didn't go to the same elementary school or anything like that. They just love sports, and hopefully, they love. We teach them to love Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's all. Your love for sports has has allowed you to do some really great, great things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, hey, so I, I you know, as as we kind of have the uh the 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 memory caps on my mind just keeps mm-hmm. rolling but we're going to I'm going to I'm going to shift it here for a second okay. to to just a little bit uh about what's going on for you at at this this phase of your life right now i know for anybody listening uh, that mark you are i mean you had alluded to earlier your your title is uh minister of music yes. uh now is it is it McDonough Baptist Church it's McDonough Road Baptist Church, McDonough Road, and okay. yeah, and there's such a confusion for some people in this in this area because there's a McDonough, Georgia, and we're McDonough Road Baptist Church, <laughs> which is in Fayetteville, Georgia. And to this Gosh. day, I had a I had a neighbor that used to that used to be here, and he and he, and he came finally to a musical one time, and he he told me one time, yeah, I'm coming to your musical this time, and I gave him the address and everything, and and Matt Quest, and they came, and he goes. I would have been at your church all this time. I thought you were McDonough, Georgia, instead of here in Fayetteville. I thought you went to McDonough every day. I said, no. We, we face that all the time. Yeah. Uh, so how, yeah. how long yeah. have you been there, Mark? You know, this it's wild, Andrew. Uh, if you would have told me what my life's been, I said, there's no way in, in God's green earth I would have told you that, what what it's been. I've been here for 19 years now. Wow. 19 uh, years. I, yeah. It, it, and ironically, for those that are listening in, I, I in my career essentially, I've been in two churches. I was at the McDo- I was at the McMinnville First Baptist Church in McMinnville, Tennessee. I was there one month shy of nineteen years. Wow! And um, I, I've been here at the McDonough Road Baptist Church for nineteen years now. I'm a worship pastor. I do the upward sports ministry at our church, and I also do some content on screen. That help out with that too, because uh, a lot of churches we got short staff. One way I got super creative. I, well, I don't know if it's creative. I, I I used to resist when people called me a creative, but I guess you know at my I okay I'm a creative. I'm just gonna I I, I embrace yeah. that now. I just say I'm a creative now. Okay, yeah. but one of the things 
I, I knew that people wanted to get back and I tried to, to figure out how to do it because you couldn't practice like you normally do and everything like this. So during the pandemic, something that uh, I felt led to do and uh, devised was this, is that what we did is we started out, um, uh, we went to our gym at our church. And what I did is I had every one of my choir members just listen on a CD at home during their time, their parts and everything like that. And I had them learn it and I spread the gyms out all across the room. And I told them, we're going to come on in. We'll go through the song with our mask off. We'll take their mask off. We'll sing it one time. <clears throat> we're not going to sit here and visit and we're going to go home. And that led that song right there that we did there led to 49 more that we did like that. Wow. Uh, during the pandemic. And that was uh I, I don't know if it benefited them more or benefited me more or whatever, but it, 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 it's the way that we did it. And so there's, there, there's this great koinony and fellowship that comes within amongst the group and everything like that. <coughs> Excuse me. We don't have the numbers that we've had in the past and everything right now, but right now, currently, we're hanging in there. Well, I, I can't imagine the, the seismic shift that would have to take place for for someone like you during like a pandemic, right? Where suddenly people aren't aren't coming in, and there's especially the the uh, the early onset of having no idea what's going on. Uh, Nineteen years. That's so funny. When my mom talks about you being in Georgia, you know, I hear it. I'm just like, oh, I wonder. Hope that's going well. You know, they're they're kind of hopefully getting settled in. In my mind, here's almost like two decades yeah. later. But we haven't spoken much about your family yet. But I mean, obviously, you're you're married. How many years with Marsha now? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. My gosh. I've been married thirty-one years. May fifth. And you know, it's always cool on our anniversary. We we got married at May fifth, nineteen ninety. And I always think it's wonderful how restaurants celebrate, especially the Mexican restaurants in the area, how they celebrate our anniversary every year. They have these great mariachi bands yeah. on, on May 5th, and they have all these streamers and stuff like that. And people celebrate our they, anniversary they just, every year. They do it it's for crazy. here. We celebrate your anniversary here, too. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> I mean, you know. That May 5th date is just standard mm. pops. It's just like. It does. Yes. No. You know, the first time I ever told my wife I, I loved her. This is funny. I, I, I'll tell you this super quick. Um, the first time that I told her that I love you, it was on a Valentine's Day date. I watched an opus, an episode. Are you ready for this? Of the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in my be getting ready for the date. And I sat there and I was in. Yeah, I was in a puddle listening to these stories about people that meant so much to them in their life yeah. on Valentine's Day. And uh I said, doggone it, this is the night. So we went to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, to a real nice restaurant. And I said, Marsha, I got to tell you something. She said, yeah, I love you. And I don't know how many million times I've told her ever since. Yeah. And, but and then uh, translate over to, you know, and then we got engaged the day before her birthday. Oh, wow. And yeah, and we got married on May 5th. So everybody says, dude, that's unfair, man. You told your wife you love her on Valentine's Day the first time. You did it on her birthday, and you got married on May 5th. That's no fair. You get to memorize your anniversary <laughs> easier than I do, man. You had That's to set these fair, little dude. guideposts to help you along the way. Just yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Marsha, I mean, no doubt, and is is one of the coolest aunts that of you know that yeah. that I've had and growing up yeah. and. Um, 
She's the coolest wife I've ever had. Sense of humor, (laughs) incredible sense of humor, right? Uh, Just always, from day one, right? Just day one felt like she was part of it all, right? She she has to be, she has to have a sense of humor. You know why? She (laughs) married me. Exactly. Okay, for starter, for number one. (laughs) But no, seriously, uh, I I say this about her in in, in regards to our family is that, it's so funny when your mom or, or my sisters or whatever, I'll start talking to them and then, then she'll get into the conversation. And then I just, I'm back, I'm, I'm back in the background again. And, and because they love her just like they're like, they're, like she's one of them. And, and, and that it's been a natural fit from day one. And yeah. uh, it's just been a, it, it's just, it, I, it, you know, the greatest decision of course is my, my walk with the Lord. And the second greatest decision was was the day that uh, we got married. And I yeah. love her. I love her. I love her more every day. Mm. And I'll tell you what. There's different times in in a, in a minister's career and everything like that that um that uh, a minister's wife sees things and stuff and experiences things with you and everything like that. And I can't have a better partner. She she unfailingly has loved me and cared for me and. Uh, our boys and just everything and uh, hmm. yeah, she, I, I, I can't I can't have a better partner in life. I can't. There's no way. No, she's no great, way. man. She's great. Yeah. And, and using a sports parlance, I say Al punted my coverage when I met her. So <laughs> 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 well, so, so you got you got two boys as well, which I are do. not boys anymore. Who no, are you have not. two grown men, children, yes, or adult yes. children. So yes. tell me, tell me yeah. a little bit about like this is something in in my interviews with a lot of uh, yeah. friends and is uh, a lot of the times my interaction with them are pre being a dad or pre being mm-hmm. parent and mm-hmm. and we've had interactions obviously before I mean since you were become a dad no doubt yeah. but uh, t- can you tell me just a little bit about your journey of being a dad? Well, it's the greatest honor I've ever had in my life of you know of being being a dad. And, uh, you know, I, I, we, we, God never blessed us with girls. And I say that I tell my friends that have all girls or some God trusted you. He didn't trust me. So that's what, that's what, what happened there. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's the greatest thing. And the thing about it is, is, uh, is, you know, what's cool about being a dad. One of the things is this, is that my boys are as different as night and day. And I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Uh, the, their, their interests are different. Um, their, their attitudes are different. Um, uh, my one son is, is, is he could have a conversation with a pitcher behind me, you know, and everything like that. I mean, he could, uh, in, in, in this, in this cast and, or, I mean, he could, he could, he can walk into a room and, and meet people pretty, pretty quickly. And my other He's got a touch is, of the Jesse in him is what you're saying. Oh, very much so. Yeah. He's very much like that. And, uh, and, and I, you know, uh, I, I think he, you know, and he's, he's, He's great. He's, he's, he's wonderful people. Um, he's, he currently is, uh, he lives in Knoxville, Tennessee for schooling. He started his first two years of college here during the pandemic. Okay. And he lives in Knoxville, Tennessee now, but he'll be back. Uh, I think this summer it looks, it's looking like he'll be back this summer. He's just, he's just a fun guy. Him and I have things in common that he absolutely loves sports as much as I do, if not more. Mm -hmm. He loves music as much as I do, if not more. And, um, He's at the beginning and he is just everything's just so fresh and it's fun to watch his eyes in worship and what he does and everything. 
to do that. Yeah. My other son is just amazing too. He's very quiet. He's very introspective, but you know, as I say, as they say, still waters run deep. He's great. And when, when his observations are just incredible mm. and also uh, in his own way. And uh, he is, it's, it's amazing when I tell people what he does in his life right now, he currently is on the nutrition team at the Atlanta zoo. Oh, wow. And what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody says the same. Oh, wow. That's, that's cool. And, and <laughs> what he does is uh, he gets up at five 30 every morning. He heads towards Atlanta and he goes to the Atlanta zoo and he prepare, he helps uh, part of a team that prepares all the meals for all the animals and everything at the zoo and gets them to the keepers to do that every day. Wow. And, uh, he does that, uh, Five days, of course, you know, he has a couple of days off and he's off today. He's, up, he's hanging out right now and he does that and he's so good at it and he's so wonderful. And the people around him recognize it and everything like that. And, and you know, it, it's his passion in his life. You know, I reflect with him every so often when he was a kid. I would read him animal books and then I would put him to a side and I start reading another book. He grabbed the book from my hand. He put it aside and then he'd go get that animal book again and I'd read it to him again. And we would look at that. And that's been his passion all his life. And yeah. he's running towards that passion. He's doing it well. And it's he does it under the least of these works and that he takes care of these animals and awesome. loves them and everything. And with the ultimate end of doing that. And but, you know, so Chris is in worship studies, doing great, fantastic, knocking it out. And he, he, he's it's just his passion for the Lord, his passion for people is incredible. And for Chandler, his passion towards animals. And his uh, towards it and what he can do with that is great. And, you know, I don't you know, I never wanted to raise robots or anything. I, I, I just wanted them to be individuals. I wanted to be who God called them to be, yeah. not what I wanted them to be and everything like that. And I think that they're successfully doing that right now and everything. So yeah. I'm, me and their mom are, are incredibly proud of them. A little story about Christopher. I I, I think it was last year. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But I was. uh I was, uh, I was on Instagram or something like that, and I was going through a story. I think it was uh, for for Ben Rector, uh -huh. and, I, and I'm yeah. and I'm watching this video, yeah. Yeah. and it's it, yeah. I think he'd released a song, yeah, uh, he did. and so he, he took like video of like some yeah. fans' reactions to the song and stuff, yeah, and I'm did. watching this video. I'm like, what the heck? And I kind of replay. I'm like, that looks like Christopher. And Aaron it, Lobo, it, it was, was it was Christopher it was. like in this it video. Was. And I was like, that's it so is. funny it that, is. that he stood it out. Is. No, we love Ben Rector. And and, and actually uh, one time he invested a little bit of money. And uh, it was the second time when he went to hear Ben Rector. And we as a whole family went to hear Ben Rector that night. Uh, uh, Chandler, Marsha, me and him. But he invested his own money and um he got to hang out with Ben Rector and there's a picture in our kitchen right now with him and Ben Rector with their arms around each nice. other talking about that. And, but Ben Rector has given him uh, a shout out, I think at least two times. One time it was, uh, about the, the, uh, uh, she, Oh, what was the song about, uh, the car or Ra whatever. Range Rover. Range Rover, Range Rover. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What a great song yeah. again. I mean, I just like, how's he going to be more creative? Yeah. And so it was Range Rover and he, he, he was singing Range Rover and he took the, the cut of Chris and the car with that. And then the other time is that he asked, Ben asked people 
they gave him a shout out uh, recently when he said, can anybody see something from my past? Da, 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 da. He says, Chris Karkai, how did you come up with this? How did you see this, man? This is amazing. But he didn't say Karkai, by the way. Hey, Chris Karkey, you know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> which has happened all our life. Yeah. Which has happened all our life. Which you, you just know, respond to at this point in time. To, okay, we're the Karkeys. Yeah, well, you, you know, whatever, whatever, right, right. whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're all sitting there with our fingers crossed at graduations that they're going to say our kids' name. <laughs> like, you know, something like that. So, never like that. So. I hear you. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fun. I, I remember just seeing that and being like, I think that's Christopher. I'm going to replay oh, that. That is definitely yeah. Christopher. That's so cool. It was. It so, was. You know, one thing for those who are listening who, who uh, the the cool the cool thing about this show is is that most of the people who listen I don't know right because it's all people who would listen to this or people mostly who are who may know me a little bit but honestly it's gonna be people who know you wanna that's my whole desire for the show is maybe somebody in McMinnville sees that there's a podcast with Mark Karkai in it and they're like <laughs> what, what's going on with Mark let's find out right and so yeah you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. or or somebody else in your life maybe gets yeah. to hear this yeah. but you know one thing I I think that has always been consistent for you uh, in at least my experience with you Mark is that yeah you 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 are an encourager and for anybody anybody who's listening who knows you probably knows this and this is not me kind of tearing the veil back by any means but yeah if there's anybody who uh who is is unashamed of telling people that they that they love them it's mm. you and and i mean that sincerely because that's listen yeah. that's something i think during the pandemic i really considered uh, which honestly is a, a big reason why I started this podcast is calling people that I haven't spoken to in forever who've meant a lot to me yeah. and to start, you. you know, and to be honest, uh, what a gift that is. And it's not easy. I mean, I, I, for someone like myself, it's maybe not my my general bent to 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 be to be that way. But um but yeah, I just want to encourage you as Mark. It's like, that's never, that's never been, that's always been a consistent, I, we call it a golden thread. So much of your life is that, and I, I'm sure that comes from grandma, right? It does. You know, it like, does. cause that's, it's a reflection it of that. No doubt. You know? Yeah. Uh, I can tell you a story about your path that way too. Oh yeah. Great. In fact, I, I told her at his funeral. Uh, I, I remember it. Um, do you want to hear a story real quick? Yeah. No, is let's that do good? it. Uh, one time, uh, one of the, the payoff sometimes during the summer is I would go, my dad was a supervisor over salesman for this candy company. And what he would do is when they go on vacation, he would fill in for them and he would deliver their candy for them is what he would do. And one time I went into a supermarket with uh, your grandfather and uh, uh, we walked in and it was always perfect the way he designed how the, everything. It looked great. The display was the best looking display yeah. everywhere, everything like that. And the guy that oversaw the supermarket uh, came on out and he just started using language that I wasn't accustomed to hear in my household. And I won't, you know, I, <laughs> I don't want this to be a T TVMA podcast or anything right here. Anything, Thank you. But, it just makes editing a nightmare. So appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> so, but he was using, let's just put it this way. It would be MA words that he was using and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and, and my my dad said to me calmly, he says, hey, why don't you go get the next one ready? And I would go with him sometimes and he would take me out and I'd have hot dogs. It was a big payoff or something like that to me. <laughs> You'd go with hot dogs and French fries hey. with him after at lunchtime. You know, it was my pay. Yeah. 
and I would go with him and we'd have fun together. It was just being with my dad. Mm-hmm. And he said, why don't you quietly go out there and do it? And um, emotional people like myself are very passionate about whatever they do. Uh, and I was very angry inwardly. And I wanted to uh, explode on that guy. And I didn't, obviously, because my dad's there. and He'll handle it. My dad will do this. And so I go out to that truck and I sat there and, uh, and my dad got back in and it was very quiet and we're driving. And then I finally said, I said, dad, why did you take that? Why did you say that? And he looked at me and he said, son, you don't know what that man's been through. I said, what are you talking about, dad? He says, when I went after, when I, when you left, I went to that man with his office and said, I said, can I go talk to you just for a second? And he did. And he went into that office and he talked to that man and he says, OK, man, I'm sorry if I disappointed you this way or whatever like that. But is there something going on that you want to talk to me about? And he talked to him about how his wife left him and his kids left him and he was alone. And then I said, what did you do after that, Dad? He says, I prayed with him. I prayed with him. This is what the essence of who I am, I get to be to this day, mm-hmm. uh, is what your grandmother poured into me, what what your granddad poured into me. And um, the, the other thing is I saw them struggle. They, they struggled in life. They yeah. struggled in their marriage and everything. But ultimately, they took it to the foot of the cross. And that's how they resolve things every time. And they continue to love each other till the day they, they die. Yeah. And it wasn't they were perfect people by no stretch of the imagination. None of us are. No. And I, I, I am far, far, far. I am a sinner saved by grace, dude. And uh, mm. yeah. And so that's 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 a lot of my tool belt of who I am and what yeah. I am. And, no, and it's yeah. uh, just to, as a... As, uh, some words of affirming you in that is that, you know, uh, having not spoken to you in a while, it, mm-hmm. you're no different. It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same uh, person, you know, and, and that Thank it's you. not like, wow, um, Mark has lost the, the sparkle or anything like that. You know, no, it's, it's very consistent with who you've always been. And I just want to encourage you in that. And, and, and I, admire your uh there there is an x factor in uh some of the the the, the karkai genes when it comes to, <laughs> to to this 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 i maybe this boldness that that obviously i i think in my experience i've seen it a lot with grandma right and mm-hmm starting to see with my mom right like i could see my mom pulling people aside and start talking to them and it's like okay we're we're gonna play a little bit extra time here uh but but yeah it's 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 and what that legacy right we look at that as like leaving a legacy with uh and what a blessing that is to be part of a family like that uh absolutely and to have that absolutely even though it's an extended piece of the family Mm -hmm. um that i don't get to see often but yeah the the uh just knowing that that legacy is 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 still it's 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 still happening there's there's a lot happening there and so just thank you for that thank you for you're welcome um, and, and 
thanks for for being consistent, being faithful, and being. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 tough in a world where people aren't telling them or telling each other that they love them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing that I haven't spoken in a while, and and yet I know that without a doubt that you know that's the case. It still extends to my life. I'm still that way. And by the way, I just say this: my boys' legacy is from Marsha's side of the family too, with the mm. crosses. They're they're amazing people. Yeah, yeah. They are absolutely flat out amazing people, and I love them. And I got the best father in law, and God rest her soul, I have I have the best mother in law that man could ever have. Mm. I really do. Mm. As far as that goes, it's just it's just really really special that way. But you know, even an upward, I, I do. I am consistent still of who I am from this standpoint. I mean. I remember one time there was a kid that was a little bit cantankerous at, at uh, Upward, and I just pulled him aside. And um, the kid's name was Kareem, and uh, I just talked to him. I said, hey, Kareem, just want you to know something. Coach Mark, and they, they like calling me Coach Mark, those kids, even though I'm not coach per se. I said, Coach Mark loves you. And he goes, thanks, Coach. You're the only person who said that to me for a while. Hmm. And I said, Yeah. And I always remember that when I'm talking to these kids at Upward and when we're hanging out with them and and other people. because, And even with senior adults these days, because I I look at it this way with senior adults, too. A lot of people are are widowers and and we've seen families. And, um, you know, I have breakfast with the guy. It's a widower right now on occasion. It's from the pandemic. And and, um, I I just look at him and I just sit there. I go, you know, I wonder how many people told him. I love you this week since he's on his own now. And so, you know, I try to be quick with a hug or or tell my love uh, uh, a senior adult that I love him because who else is going to say it to? Him? Yeah. And there there's a guy currently that helps me out, worship some. And he and I, I make sure to give him a hug and tell him I love him because his parents don't live here anymore. I, I just, you know, who in the world's going to ever say that to him? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, and if Jesus was alive, he'd be doing that. No doubt. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, Mark, listen, uh, I feel like you and I could go all day. Um, I do. I have have a few little closing things here. Sure. One thing I remember about you, and and I want to kind of get your... Like maybe a story that sticks out to you the most is that I remember okay. as a, as a, as a child, you always uh, come in back and having some celebrity story. Like you meet, <laughs> you meet people like I've I don't think I've ever met anybody. I, I met, I saw Aaron Neville at an at airport once. That's it. That's yeah. my, that's yeah. the peak. Right. Yeah. And, but, yeah. uh, but I always, remember you having like, Oh yeah, I ran to this person or did this or did that. And, um, what would you say is your, Oh my goodness. If, if, if you had a most memorable celebrity run in experience, what, what, what would that be? Man, that's hard, Andrew. You have a lot. I mean, you have a lot. I know. Yeah. God's blessed me meeting people and everywhere. And they go, you know, because when I met celebrities, like, you know, like there was a guy who used to be the Harlem Globetrotters in, in the airport one day, and his name was Metalark Lemon. And I saw him one time, and I walked up to him, and I talked to him, and and people did that. And, you know, from, uh, you know, I mean, there's so many different ones. Uh, I mean, I remember the Dixie Chicks were in the Cleveland airport one time, and I, I was in the Cleveland airport, and at that time, Chandler was a real small child, and 
And they decided just to play with them. They said, is it okay if we play for something? I didn't realize who they were at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize who they were at the time. And they were sitting there playing with them. And all these people were coming up asking for autographs and everything like that. And I found out later it was the Dixie Kids. <laughs> I'm saying, honey, CMTV, that's the, that's the kid. these are the ladies that were playing with our son at the airport and everything like that. It, it's been a blessing in uh, to meet so many people. I mean, you might recall more than the people that I've met in my life and Golly. that I've come in contact with. I remember, I I just remember you always saying like, oh, I met them at the airport. I'm like, where, oh, I've been yeah. to a lot of airports. I, I never meet anybody, you know. Oh, oh, I, I, hey, hey, for your Boston fans, your Boston area fans, I got a great story. Here's the great story. Uh, one time I was with you guys in Stone Harbor mm -hmm. and I was flying out of the airport. And uh, I, I get on a plane, a little hopper plane that was going to go to Philadelphia. And from Philadelphia, it was going to take me to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I get on the plane and I go, man, that there's a tall guy that got on there and I looked at him. I said, I know you. <laughs> and he smiled at me. He says, how do you think you know me? I said, did you used to play for the Boston Celtics? You're Chris Ford. And he said, yeah, so I'm impressed. And he regaled me with stories the whole time of his NBA career That's awesome. on that, um, from there. And my funny story was this, uh, I'll tell you another funny story is that, uh, he was on the worst – how he got to the Celtics was he was on the worst team in the NBA at the time. And, and back in the day, Dick Vitale, who everybody probably knows, uh, was the coach at that time of the Detroit Pistons. And uh, he said, uh, uh, you know, later on, you know, he, he traded him from the worst team in the NBA at that time, which was the Detroit Pistons, for – to the Boston Celtics. And I think that back then he, I think Chris made the very first three point goal when they instituted it in the NBA. I th I'm, I'm almost positive. Chris Ford did. You could look that up on Wikipedia. He probably did. But at any rate, uh, Chris Ford made it. And so he talked about how he saw Dick Vitale at a game late, later on. And he had his little son who was about five or six, something up there. And what he did and, and what, and he saw Dick Vitale at a basketball game and, he had he had his little son walk up to Dick Vitale and he tugged on his coat and he goes, Thank you for trading my daddy, Mr. Vitale, is what he said. <laughs> Dick goes, Where where are you, Chris Ford, baby? You owe me big time, baby. You owe me. So you owe me. And he's a whole come here, baby. Let me give you a hug. And everything. And Chris Ford's telling me this story. I, I don't know if that's a good Dick Vitale voice or not, but at any rate. One thing yeah. I I also want to bring up to you is that I remember as a as a younger kid, you know, probably in the mm -hmm. mid mid eighties, Uncle mm -hmm. Mark would always bring uh, with him some cassette tapes that he had, <laughs> some music, right? So he had some. So here's yeah. here's some cassette tapes that I always remember you uh, having. So first was okay. uh, at the time Harry Connick Jr. was always like a oh. a go to. Oh. Right? Is that hey, still yeah. still a thing? Hey, Harry Connick Jr. to the day I die. Okay. I mean, I'm serious. Hey, real quick, real quick story of Harry Connick Jr. Got to see him in concert one time. I was trying to you your your uh your aunt, my wife, my beautiful wife Marsha, I wanted to surprise her on her birthday one time. And they were with a full big band. Harry Connick Jr. was gonna be in concert with uh uh at, at, at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville. And I was trying to get her out the door. And as it was in retailing, sometimes I'll, I'll be ready in a minute. I'll be ready in a minute. I'll be ready in a minute. And, and, it, and it wasn't. I finally went to her boss's office. I said, 
who I love dearly, John Stender, God rest his soul. I said to her, she has to go. <laughs> and I explained what it was. And I was playing this big romantic dinner. Yeah. We couldn't do the romantic dinner because we were rushing to get to there. When I finally tried to surprise her to go to this Harry Connick Jr. concert and everything. And uh, when I did it and uh, uh, and we had to go to a takeout window at Wendy's <laughs> on the way to T-Pack. And so that was our big romantic dinner. Hey. And it was an and it was an amazing concert. It, I would say it might be the best, if you will, secular concert. I've ever heard in my life. The second cassette that I remember you bringing is uh, Rick Astley. Oh my gosh! So, so bringing in he, Rick Astley for uh, Rick Astley when I'm back in the day. Yeah. Oh, never going to give you That's up. That's right. Yeah. Never going to give you up. Never. Gonna, are we going to get some trouble with ASCAP or something before I start? <laughs> no, right, 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 right. No, I remember you bringing that one. Is like, hey, I'm yes. listening. This is what I'm listening to, and you would play that. So. So, so the last, this is a deep cut for me because I honestly don't remember the, okay. the song, but okay. I remember one time uh, you had this cassette tape by mm -hmm. this group called uh, Breathe. And, yes. and so, and I liked the song on it so much. You just let me have it. You're like, here, you can Aww. have it. And so I, okay. I think I don't remember one song that this group ever sang, but yeah. I remember you having the Breathe cassette and allowing me to keep it because I liked it. And so, Aww. uh, so okay. whether it be Harry Connick, Rick Astley or Breathe, yeah. Uncle yeah. Mark always brought the, brought the, uh, the mid eighties <laughs> hits. <laughs> I, I, listen, I want to say first off, appreciate your time today. We've, we've been it's sitting fun. here for a bit. I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, finally do this and mm -hmm. um so i'll say this mark I, I don't want it to be another i don't even know how many years it's been i don't want it to be another how many years um yeah. definitely want to yeah. do my best to to yeah. stay in touch with you and um now i just appreciate you kind of sharing your stories up you know kind of filling me in on what you've been up to and uh, I, I, I can say to you that, uh, I love you and I, I, I thank you I for, you for being my uncle. Thank you for being part of the story that's made me who I am in that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I'm just, I, I hope that anybody who listens, who maybe has known you or maybe doesn't even know you, uh, gets to kind of get a little glimpse of who you are, but also an update to what's been happening for you. And so, uh, thanks for, thanks for, for taking the time today. Well, it's an honor. And to say I'm proud of you and you're both your brothers, you know, you know, my heart for you guys. And I love you guys out of sight, not out of mind. And uh, the great thing about social media is uh, uh, for me, it's it's two things. It's getting to express gospel through the end through the pandemic for me was getting to express Christ that way. But the second thing is is to keep up with family, whether biological or spiritual or whatever that's extended. And it's fun to see what's going on in your, your beautiful kids' lives, your brother's beautiful kids' lives. And, and uh, you know, I know one of you all post a little bit more than the other. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Definitely thing is, Brandon, is that, yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say that. <laughs> but excuse me, if he listens to this, I love you, boo. It's time for you to get back up to Atlanta and see him. And, Uncle Marty. And this, the, Uncle Marty, you know that story. <laughs> I do, yeah. You know that? I do. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Marty. Yeah, I'm, Uncle, I'm not Uncle Mark. I'm Uncle Marty. You could use that for some other time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark, for this discussion. I, I just want to say that I love that you are my family. Thank you so much. 
Hey, listen, if you'd like to be in contact with me or Mark, you can do so over at wherebeenpodcast at gmail.com or find us over on Facebook or Instagram. Listen, by now, you know the drill. I need your help to share this episode wherever you engage on social media. Feel free to share it. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming shows. If you want to get real crazy, as I said before, you can write a review. In fact, please write a review for the show, as it's a big help in connecting this show with others that may like to catch up with Mark or any of my other past guests. As always, you can find the show over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. You can also find all episodes over at whereyoubeen.buzzsprout.com. All right. The next episode is going to be a lot of fun. I dare you to find a better guy than Stuart Hayes. That's right. I had the chance to catch up with him, and I can't wait for you to hear it. All right. Hey, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.